Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. The Matrix is a computer generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. I hope everyone is doing great today, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, we've had on a lot of guests lately. We had Mark on talking about the Bible, about the scripture, tying that into central bank digital currency, the microchip payment system in the hand, connecting it into you know, end times and the Antichrist and all that stuff. I find it to be fascinating. And so I've got a couple other pastors I'm lining up to continue that line of conversation, folks. We're going to keep talking about that. And then my good friend Dan Golbach is going to come back on. And then my friend Steve Jeffries, who actually went to school uh, for theology. He's traveled around the globe And he's going to come on and talk about some of this stuff as well. I want to start bringing Steve on as a regular guest. So I'm working on getting that set up hopefully soon. He moved. He escaped Portland, Oregon and went to Idaho. So he's been settling into his new job, uh, doing some work on the house that him and his wife bought. She runs a nursery. So she's getting that business up and running in Idaho. So he's been working on the garage and turning that into a nursery. He just built his new studio out in the backyard. So we're going to get Steve on. As I said, I've got a couple other pastors lined up. Some other folks from pain.tv slash gold are going to come on. We just had Justin, the cowboy rancher. I thought that was a great conversation. You should check that out if you haven't done so already. And, of course, we have Wide Awake Jim. 
the CPA, financial advisor, and oil and gas royalties broker. Uh, excellent, excellent conversations we've been having with Jim as we are fully dissecting the reality of central bank digital currency, not from a conspiracy theory standpoint, but actually going through all the documents from Bank for International Settlements, International Monetary Fund, the United Nations, World Economic Forum, the World Bank, the central banks, the Federal Reserve System. I mean, it's all there, folks. It's all laid out for you. It's not a conspiracy theory. Uh, Very difficult to explain it. To regular folks out there, even Fox News conservatives, uh, even liberals who claim to be skeptical when it comes to government because it's so complicated. And I think that is part of the plan. You make it really complicated and then it makes it very difficult for truth sayers to go out there and explain it to the normies. All right, folks. But we're going to continue to do that here. At the Dustin Gold Standard, we have a lot of exciting stuff coming up for you folks. We're going to be rolling out a couple of websites and things like that. I'll let you know as soon as it's done. But I've been working around the clock over here behind the scenes trying to get all this together, lining up guests for you, working on additional content. And we're going to continue to stick with the theme here, understanding the history, what's going on in the present, and then the future of this technocratic, transhumanist takeover of humanity and the natural world so that you can focus on your goals, your realistic goals, solutions to these problems, and start to develop an actual plan on how you are going to live one foot in and one foot out of the matrix. And as always, we are individuals. And so each of us are going to end up with different goals, probably similar, but different goals. And we're all in different financial circumstances now. Our families are at different stages. And so the solutions aren't going to be the same. But hopefully we're going to be able to help you navigate a lot of the issues you're going to run into in the future, whether going up against the technocrats or whether just making mistakes in beginning to exit the system. So I'm going to bring on more guests that can talk about real world solutions on uh, homesteading, on farming, on gardening on ranching, butchering, hunting, everything that would tie into you being able to live sort of a half Amish lifestyle. So we're going to focus a lot about that. Um, let me just point out, because there's a lot of folks on social media and pain.tv slash gold that have been reaching out to me on all of the athletes and comedians and such that are just dropping on the field or on the stage. And I don't need to even look at those folks. I can just see people in my personal life who have been jabbed and boosted and they've gotten so-called COVID, you know, three, four, five, six, seven times. Uh, People I know that had cancer years ago and a few months after they got the original jab, their cancer came back. Folks we've heard about are having heart problems and heart conditions and strokes and everything else. As I've said on this show, and I'm just going to stand by this, one, I I don't want to uh, criticize the folks that are being injured, whether it's by the vaccine or not. In the end, we're not ever going to really know. I'm not running blood tests on these folks, neither are you. Uh, Their cancer could have came back for other reasons. Not saying that the jab and or the booster did not play a part in that, but we're never going to really know. And I'm not going to get into 
uh, bragging that we were right and they were wrong. I'm not going to rub salt in the wounds. In the end, I am on the side of humanity. I know that this is a worldwide war against humanity. The technocrats and the transhumanists are looking to enslave humanity and eventually engineer humanity out of existence. So I can't say that I'm on the side of humanity and then cheer on folks that are being injured. If you're someone who did not get vaccinated uh, and or boosted like myself, I don't think we enjoy it when the folks who got vaxxed and or boosted get on social media and cheer on non-vaxxed, non-boosted folks who supposedly contracted COVID and then died. And they say, that's what you get for not getting the vaccine. So I'm not going to play the part of the person who says to people who got vaccinated and end up being injured, you know, we're, we're glad that that happened to you. That's what you get for getting vaccinated. There's a whole wide range of people out there. You have to be nuanced when it comes of this there are folks that the government the state the bill gates of the world were able to use psychological warfare propaganda brainwashing mind control mind hacking against these people and scared the living crap out of them a lot of older people made them think that the germs were going to come get them these people obviously don't have the time or the mental capacity to dig into all the documents, all the research that you yourself have looked at. And so they got afraid. They turned these people into germaphobes, into hypochondriacs. Some of them may have been already, and they were able to uh, make that much worse. And so those folks went out and they got jabbed and they got boosted. There's other people who were hesitant, reluctant, but for whatever reason, their job Job, uh, had a mandate and forced them to do it. Maybe they worked for the government. Maybe they were in the military. Maybe they worked for a company that did this. This is all before they said they couldn't mandate it. And so you don't know those people's uh, personal uh, situation, their financial situation. Maybe somebody was making $100,000 a year. He was supporting his family. Maybe his wife stays at home. She takes care of the house. She raises the children very important job and the next thing you know this guy's looking at losing his job and so he knows uh, maybe they're in debt they've got a mortgage they've got car payments credit card debt uh, whatever and so all of a sudden he's looking down the barrel of a gun and so he makes a decision i'm going to risk my health which i don't think is a wise decision but i'm just saying he makes a decision i'm going to risk my health i may be against this but i'm going to get it because i have to keep putting food on the table because a lot of people are stuck in a check to check type of situation and so he gets it right and then there's other people that may have gotten it for other reasons i mean i would have to judge them on a case-by-case basis but i'm not going to cheer it on and there's certain friends of mine allies of mine colleagues of mine that um have gotten into this position where on their podcasts or their shows they're kind of gloating about this and i'm not going to be part of that uh the other thing is people have been sending me stuff for instance on damar hamblin right the football player and again for me to sit here and speculate on what actually happened uh do i know that the vaccine and or the booster is what caused this guy to collapse on the field no i don't know that for sure 
And so I would only be speculating if I covered that story and gave my opinion. So I'm just going to stay away from it. I know enough people in my personal life that I do believe have been hurt by, injured by, killed by the so-called vaccine and or booster. I don't need to start speculating on celebrities and uh, celebrity athletes and comedians and such that I don't even know. Who knows if they even got vax for real? I mean, I don't know. You don't know. None of us do. Now, on social media, people are tagging me uh, with, uh, for instance, uh, there was the, the player Neil with the number 33, and he didn't kneel. And so it was this thing where he wasn't kneeling, and then the 33 obviously comes from signs of the Freemasons, Illuminati, all that kind of stuff. And then this photo emerged of Hamlin in the hospital, uh, I think with his mom and dad or mom and brother or something. And then they had the jerseys on with the 33, and then there was four of them because one was late on the chair, so you had three 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 and then the time on the clock and then people were debating whether or not uh, the oxygen tank was plugged in and all this kind of stuff i'm not an expert uh, in those areas i don't know what those photos are for my personal belief is a lot of this has to do with psychological warfare it has to do with fair porn. It has to do with, you know, people who are QAnon types trying to solve riddles and messages and whether or not this has to do with uh, numerology or Jumantria or they're sending signs and symbols to us to brag about it. Look, folks, on this show, 132 episodes in, we have covered, and we aren't even going deep yet, but we have covered technocracy real companies private sector investors government military programs all stuff that is provable stuff that even the official narrative folks admit to it's bad enough with the stuff they admit to that to go down these rabbit holes and start exploring whether or not a photo of this football player i mean i who even knows who even knows now could they be sending us symbols and bragging and sending coded messages okay let's say that is true i'm not saying it's not let's say it's true because I do believe, as we've covered here, there is a dark spiritual underbelly to a lot of this technocracy and transhumanism. So let's say, for instance, all of these football players are part of a satanic cult. They're all part of the Freemasons. They're all part of the Illuminati. Okay, let's say they are. All right. How is that going to help me further understand the system of technocracy? Central bank digital currency, microchips coming in the form of uh, a rice grain sized chip in the hand, brain chips in the heads, DNA modification, genetic modification, DNA splicing, all this stuff that's very real, right? How is it going to help me avoid that? How is it going to help you avoid that? How is it going to help us work around the system? I think it's very simple for you that if you just say to yourself that celebrities, comedians, athletes, political pundits on television, politicians are just puppets. They are just actors within the system. They play a role and they may play a different role every day. Maybe they get a text message that says, hey, DeMar, 
Today, you're going to collapse on the field. And then three days from now, you're going to take a photo in the hospital. And this is how you want, we want you to stage it. All right. So let's just assume they're all puppets within this system. Ignore the puppets. Ignore the puppets and focus on what they are actually doing to try to enslave you, the systems, the technology, the companies, the government programs that are being unrolled daily, rather than focusing on this football player who collapsed and whether or not he's sending Illuminati gang signs. Let's just assume the worst. Let's say that is what he's doing. Okay, we don't have to debate it. We don't have to figure it out. We don't have to waste time going into his background. Let's just say he is flashing Illuminati gang signs. Okay, done deal. Now you know it. How does that change your life? How are you going to go out there and build a homestead that is going to be able to hold up to the technocracy's cloud seeding or to chemtrails and things of that nature? See, I just don't want to get too distracted by this stuff because I think it sends us down rabbit holes and we're running around trying to put out little fires instead of focusing on the fact that the forest fire is burning we need to get the hell out of there and we need to set up a camp far away from the forest fire i hope you understand what i'm saying there folks it's not that i don't want to take part in the where's waldo treasure hunts i just think in the end it doesn't really help us figure out the big picture i know the bankers are behind this i assume behind them are the rockefellers the rothschilds and such and probably yeah there's probably illuminati there's probably a satanic type figures that are sitting behind this i already agree that there's a dark spiritual underbelly to these psychopaths i can't believe that they're just doing it for power control and to add to their uh, bank account i believe it's a lot darker than that and we'll explore that with some of these pastors coming up i think that will help answer some questions but i wouldn't waste a lot of time delving into each and every little fire that these guys light because while you're doing that you're not actually learning about the real history the present and the future of where this is going and starting to make plans for you to work around it and to insulate yourself and your family from it all right folks that's my opening my name is dustin gold i'll be right back this is the dustin gold standard and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. You know, to continue on that thought, folks, the same thing goes for this whole diamond and silk thing. Something else people have been sending me today. All right, again, I'm not going to speculate on this. I don't know if uh, was a diamond, uh, whichever one, whichever one it was. These are the two uh, black women who would dance on stage and do these sort of, um, I would call them, uh, what's his name? What's his like Don King, uh, preacher type stuff at the Trump rallies back in 2015 and 16. And then they got absorbed in the whole MAGA grifter network. 
and now one of them died. And I guess online there's people saying, oh, she wasn't vaccinated. She deserves this. And then there's people who saying, well, maybe she was vaccinated and she died of the vaccine. Folks, it's psychological warfare. All right. Even if the woman just died of natural causes or she choked to death on a Twinkie or something, they allow this stuff to sit out there and then it's chaos and it leads to divide and conquer. And people start fighting back and forth online of whether or not she was vaxxed or not vaxxed. Seriously. It's all part of the distraction campaign. Either it's a disaster they created or they are making use of some natural occurrence. And so they leave people out there hanging and speculating. And then it takes up 24 hours, 48 hours where people will battle back and forth. I just don't get involved with it because I don't see how it helps us solve the mysteries of what's coming in the future and how we're going to live around that so just my personal suggestion to you is tune it out just don't waste time if you solve the mystery of whether she was vaxxed or not vaxxed what do you win do you win something do you gain something do you end up uh having uh, more tomato plants growing in your house that you can eat throughout the winter i mean what does that do for you I don't think it does anything. It doesn't even add to the collection, the body of work. Like, for instance, these episodes we're doing with Wide Awake Jim, you're actually learning about the climate grift, all right, for a few reasons. One, you're able to now understand that this whole system is designed to push us into central bank digital currency. I want to know what the CBDC system looks like because I want to make plans to be able to barter and trade around that system. I want to get ahead with gold and silver and other physical assets. I can hold things that I might be able to trade in the future when I have to sort of go black market around the central bank digital currency system. Another thing is, let's say, for instance, with what Jim is doing, the oil and gas royalties, which we haven't talked about in depth on my show, You know, there's ability to invest money that you have, get a return to stay ahead of inflation, right? But you would be afraid to do that if you really believed that solar panels and windmills and EV car batteries were going to replace fossil fuels. Well, Jim has proved that's a complete and total lie. So it allows you to make educated decisions on investments, on opportunities in the future of how to avoid central bank digital currency. That's what we're spending our time on over here is actually looking at the real stuff, the real plans, and figuring out how we're going to work ourselves around that. Now, another thing came up uh, with all of the planes being grounded this morning due to some uh, computer glitch or whatever over there in the government. So they grounded a bunch of planes. And my opinion on this, folks, it's my opinion because I haven't spent a lot of time researching this i'm not going to go deep dive into this plane situation but when we understand okay which we do and you should if you've listened to this show from the beginning 
what the fourth industrial revolution is this bridge period moving us from the third industrial era to the fourth industrial era moving us into this world that's going to merge the biological physical and digital worlds into a world where there's going to be smart cities and 15 minute cities and quadrants and zones and central bank digital currency and we'll be tracked through the internet of things and the internet of bodies and we'll have the internet of senses all this stuff is very very real it is my personal belief because i don't believe the government just uh, has a computer glitch and everything shuts down for that to happen there are multiple government agencies contractors major players involved to me i would say it's more of a test case a trial run because I think in the future, you're going to see orchestrated cyber attacks, orchestrated uh, electrical grids going down, uh, planes going down. All of this has to collapse, this current system. The third industrial era has to collapse for them to be able to usher in the fourth industrial era. So when I see stories like that, I say, well, there it is. They're running a test. They're getting ready. My personal belief is in three, four, five, six years from now, you aren't going to be able to travel back and forth between different countries. If you've actually studied and analyzed a lot of the Bank for International Settlements and International Monetary Fund documents, as uh, I've been doing along with Wide Awake Jim, you will see that the bankers are pushing this idea of national sovereignty. Now, you don't truly believe that the globalists have spent the last hundred years bringing together all of the different nation states under this banner of globalism and a one world style government ruled by bodies like the United Nations, you know, European Union, uh, Washington, D.C. here in the case of the United States of America to then return all power back to the nation states and say they want sovereignty well they don't have sovereignty because they all have a central bank inside them and all the central banks are part of the one world currency system okay which exists today it's all run through the bank for international settlements the world bank international monetary fund what i think is happening is you're going to start to see this idea of reducing the footprint so they're going to send an illusion it's going to look like they're giving power back to a state say like italy but that's going to be the very beginning of creating a border back around italy where you won't be able to leave italy or go into italy everything is going to be well if you need to talk to somebody you could do so over zoom or you could put on your augmented reality or virtual reality headset and meet them inside of the metaverse all right that's what i think is happening so the beginning of the destruction of let's say the airline industry which is floated by the government anyway, which we saw under COVID land, the high school theater production, right? And then talking about COVID-19, you know, what is it? Three years later is causing uh, employee shortages and there's still backups on the planes and all this other nonsense. This is part of creating the collapse or the illusion of the collapse because it's orchestrated of various industries, including the airline industry, which will then allow these folks to put an end to that stuff. All right? This is just all part of this live action role play that we're watching occur. And uh, let me give you an example of this, folks. Let me give you an example at a small level. 
Uh, as you have probably noticed, customer service has been disappearing. And this all started five, six, seven years ago. But you're seeing it disappear even at your mobile phone company. So if you have one of the major ones, AT&T, Verizon, or let's say T-Mobile, you will start to see if you're trying to get in touch with customer service. Maybe they overbuild you or you're trying to get a new phone, whatever it may be. The customer service is disappearing. And you're slowly going to see the brick and mortar businesses going away. They're going to fold those up. Everything's going to be done online. And their websites are terrible. Their apps barely work. I've been with AT&T for, let's see, since I was 18 and went to college. So I've been with AT&T for 23 years. I never changed my account. I just, that's the way I roll. I lock into something and I'm not in the mood to spend two weeks trying to figure it out and find a new solution. And so about seven years ago, they said, why don't you roll the account under your business and you're going to save some money, right? So I stupidly agreed to it, rolled my personal account under my business at the time, William Gold Entertainment, and the next thing you know, I said, well, where's the app where I went online and I paid my bill? Well, they didn't have an app. Then they had an app, and it looked like something out of 1983, and I wasn't able to pay my bill online, and I actually got stuck for many years having to go into the AT&T store, which obviously now I don't mind because I like to support brick and mortar, but I would have to go in the store to pay my bill. I could no longer do it. Then I would try to log in online. I would get stuck in this loop where I'd log in, and it'd bounce me out. I couldn't get back in. I'd try to call. Couldn't get anybody on the phone. So I've been seeing this slow deterioration of customer service. This is all intentional, all right? These multi-multi-billion dollar international conglomerates could have their small business app working fine so that customers could pay their bill if they wanted to. Now, the last time I was in AT&T, the manager told me, because there was a problem with my bill when I had tried to take off uh, an old phone I didn't need anymore, there was uh, my stepson, my ex-stepson's phone, and all of a sudden, there was all these problems. So the AT&T manager finally gets involved after five hours wasted with the sales folks there. And he calls up the AT&T number. And the next thing you know, he's talking to the same Filipino-type customer service reps that I call on the main line. I said, dude, come on. You don't have access to another number? And he admitted to me that AT&T... The store that I'm in is not, in fact, AT&T. It's a contractor. AT&T had sold off their stores. I think at the time it was 80% of the brick-and-mortar AT&T stores are not actually AT&T, even though he wears an AT&T polo shirt. He's got an AT&T name tag. And so they're just contractors, and they actually have to call the same customer service line that I do in order to get through to a customer service rep. You see, this is all intentional, folks. This is the fourth industrial revolution. The revolution is the tearing down and the collapsing of the third industrial era. Because at some point, they are going to make the case that the technologies of yesteryear are falling apart. They're susceptible to cyber hacks. They are susceptible to identity theft. And therefore, the only safe way to protect us and protect our data is to move us into the technologies of 
tomorrow. That's what I see happening, whether it's the planes, whether it's cyber attacks against the government, whether it's all of this rise and increase in identity theft and money being stolen from people's bank accounts, uh, all this stuff that we're experiencing that you're hearing about from people in your personal life telling you that they had their uh, credit card hacked or their bank account hacked. Heck, it happened to my wife last year. You know, she had quite a bit of money stolen out of her savings account via a fraudulent wire. This is all part of creating this illusion, although it's real. I mean, it's an illusion because it's orchestrated that the technologies and the systems of yesteryear are collapsing. At the same time, you're seeing the political brand be debased. You know, they put out a picture of Fetterman with his family. It looked like the Adams family. You know, you had Donald Trump, the reality show star. Now you have Joe Biden, the old man crapping in his pants. You know, running around the country now under the guise of some MAGA Christian warrior thing. You have an event run by Clay Clark, who's basically a multi-level marketing guru, you know, with people like Mike Lindell, like an infomercial pillow salesman, you've got Roger Stone, the bisexual bodybuilder wannabe um, who is running around uh, leading some Christian warrior event. I mean, folks, Roger Stone was thrown out of Republican politics back under the Reagan years because he put an ad out in the paper looking for a well-hung bodybuilder to have sex with him and his wife. He admits to that. He admits to that. So you've got him running around. What's he do on Twitter? He gives out fashion tips. I mean, are you serious, folks? And you've got Michael Flynn. I mean, this guy is a career lifelong spook. And so people are running around following this stuff at the same time is just completely debasing the brand people run around they think the election was stolen it wasn't stolen it was stolen it's not stolen i mean people are arguing about this stuff we live inside of a psychological warfare reality show operation ladies and gentlemen and that's why i'm going to step right out for a moment my name is dust to gold with the dust to gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. 